Hello fellow humans, welcome to Hook, the Doctor Who Rewatch Review Podcast, hosted by me, Jordy Steele, and Colin Morgan, Triple Jump's Fraser Porter. What's that? Scream's out soon, I'm excited for that. Scream 6. Yeah. The sequel to Scream. Scream, which was also Scream 5, but I wouldn't Should have just before. been called Scream 5. Or no, 5 Cream. No, because it's playing on the reboot requel, sort of. Yeah. So just calling it Scream works in the context of them making a reboot sequel. Scream 2021. Uh, I, was, I really I really loved that film, Scream 2022. I thought it, it was really, really good. Um, fun horror film. Yeah. There's been good, good horror the past, like, two, three years. Really good horror. Uh, yeah, resurgence. Like, yes. over Christmas, I watched Insidious. All right. And that was sort of attributed as, what, a big horror film in 2010. Like, oh, horror's back. That was crap. Mm. It was utter drivel, as people would say. I thought it was it was so bad compared to, like, the stuff we get now. X, great horror film. Um, That's just your bog-standard slasher film, though. But but it, it, it was a really good slasher film. Like... It was just a good film compared to like slashers we've had ten years ago. Mm. Barbarian, fantastic film, one of my f- favorite films of last year. My favorite horror film is uh, Fahrenheit Eleven Nine. I've not seen that. It's the Michael Moore documentary about the Donald, oh. Donald Trump. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um. What other big big horror films? Cocaine Bear's not a horror film, but it's got gore in it, so people might be scared of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of Madness, supposedly. Supposedly, yeah. Uh, Fresh. Fresh really was... Really good dark comedy horror-esque. Yeah. I would say it's got some horror elements, because it's more a realistic horror. Have you watched Barbarian? Yes. I, I, I think it's one of my favourite horror films. Of last year, oh. possibly off a long for a long time. I like Nope. Nope's good, but not really a horror, is it? Like I feel like that subverted most of what I was expecting it to be because it's Jordan Peele. Yeah. I preferred Get Out and Us to Nope. Right. But I think visually, Nope looks a lot better. Can't think of any films. Of any other horror films that came out like last year? Scream. Scream. Scream was Scream was great. Um, I've not seen Knock at the Cabin yet, but it's an M Night Shyamalan, so I'm expecting it to be kind of mediocre, but also a decent time. Right. Um, let's have a look. Horror films of 2022. The Menu. That was good. I wouldn't call that a horror, yeah. It's a, it's a horror thriller comedy. It's a tense drama. I thought it was really fun. Yeah. Um, Megan. I enjoyed Megan. I thought, again, more comedy than horror. Um, oh, Smile. Smile's probably the most based, like, the most, the most horror-ish. Of last year. Of last it's jumps, year. It's pure jump scares. Yeah. I think Barbarian's probably scarier. I mean, there are so many, like, exorcist ripoffs and stuff. Few, and just, yeah. just films that are just jump scares. 
Yeah. yeah. I, but I, th- I thought Smile was fantastic. Morbius. Yeah, that was a horror, wasn't it? That was quite horrific to watch. But today, Fraser. Yeah. We are talking about Amy's Choice Season 5, Episode 7. Yeah, we are. We're, it's more Doctor Who. We've talked about horror. This isn't a horror, but there has some of the, I guess you could say there's horror elements. What's more scary than old people? Old people, exactly. There's the horror element. And impending um, death. And impending death. Uh, yeah, we're here to talk about Amy's Choice. Excuse you. Um, what did you, what were you, what, going into this episode, did you have fond yeah. memories? I did have fond memories of this one. I really, I, in trying to remember it beforehand, it was one that, it feels very isolated. Right. Like it feels like a, it feels like a bottle episode. Yes. But one that works really well, um, because of it's quite fast paced, despite it being like kind of stop starty. Mm-hmm. Like you're getting you're, it's going oh here's a lot of, here's a lot of action right cool here's a lot of dialogue heavy sort of scenes that we in, in the TARDIS um yeah I I quite enjoy this this one from memory um and I was excited to watch it again it wasn't going to be one that I was sitting there being like oh my god this is I can't wait till we get to episode 7 yeah but I was excited to watch it. Yeah. What about you? I always put this episode with like the the power of three, and just really? like I don't I don't remember much about it, but I know it's sort of just a standalone episode and probably go past it and not mm-hmm. very special. Okay. Um, we'll see how our opinions have changed by the time we've got through this episode. Yeah. Let me go. In the episode. Amy's Choice Season 5 Episode 7 aired on the 15th of May 2010 and was directed by Catherine Morsehead. Morsehead, who also directed The Lodger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And was written by Simon Nye in his only contribution to Doctor Who. His only, his only writing credit, yeah, which is yeah. which is strange. I, I, I feel like the writing of this episode is actually quite good overall. I thought he'd maybe come back and do another one. Hmm. You thought wrong. In Upper Ledworth in 2015, five years later, apparently, uh, the Doctor visits Amy and Rory, and Amy's pregnant. Aww. Rory's got a wee... He has a ponytail. Ponytail. Thing. Yeah, and a terrible-looking wig. Yeah, it's just pretty bad, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, They have a walk and, and sit on a bench and begin to reminisce about the good old days. And then wake up on the TARDIS, all of them, having shared the same dream. They hear birdsong and wake up back in the Upper Ledworth. Are they flashing backwards or forwards? Which is the dream? Which is reality? <gasps> yeah, what's... Quite a long cold open. Very long cold open. I was like, like they... are they going to do it? Are they going to do the do titles? Or are we just going into it? straight into the episode i think it really benefits from this long cold open because it's like it establishes what's going on very quickly so they can cut to the chase instead of just being like 
here's a little scene of them all in the TARDIS and then falling asleep. It's just straight away, boom, there you go, we're in it. Yeah. In the TARDIS, the TARDIS powers down. It goes all dark. Yeah. Spooky. In Ledworth, Rory's a doctor now. Yeah, he's at, he is the doctor. Not he's act, And he's like, oh, I actually got, you know, I trained, I'm qualified yeah, as a doctor. He's an actual I don't doctor. just use the name. Um, old people are watching them from windows. Literally every sort of, yeah, old people in the town are just monitoring them and something's, something's wrong. Very creepy. Uh, in Led, no, in the TARDIS, Toby Jones appears as the Dream Lord. Well, if you're the Good lad. Time Lord, I guess I'll be the Dream Lord. Wow. I love Toby, Toby Jones. Jones. Anytime he appears, so especially in a Stephen Moffat series. Yeah. Just puts great. in a great performance. Uh, Toby Jones is who I would cast as Moriarty in a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen adaptation. Okay, okay. Because if you look at his design there, he's very He's cast small. Toby Jones in, in more things. Yeah. He's a really good actor. He's sort of been wasted in the MCU as as Artem Zola. Zola. <laughs> never to be yeah. seen again. Well, you never know. He'll maybe come back at some point. He was in... years down the line. He was in, he was in Winter if? Soldier. In What If, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he tells Amy she has to choose between Rory or the Doctor. She says she's already chosen. Rory. The Dream Lord's not convinced. He gives them a challenge. Two worlds... One is real, the other fake. They will face dangers in both, but only one will actually kill them. Ooh, uh, great raising the stakes. There's there's stakes in both. Um, it feels like two episodes of one, in one, in essence, in that sort of, like, you, there's two threats. Yeah. In Ledworth, the Dream Lord is still there, reiterating if they die in the dream, they wake up. If they die in reality, they die. I like his line where he's in the, the nursing home. He's like, if you die in reality, you, or if you die in the dream, you, wake, you die in reality. You, you, you wake know, up. Reality. You wake up, sorry. Ask me what happens if you die in reality. What happens if you die in reality? when you die in reality? You die. <laughs> you die, stupid. That's why it's called reality. Great, great line. Uh, all the old folk have gone from the room. Yeah, they've all disappeared. They were in all an old folk's uh, they they go and, and watch kids in the park playing around. They're just having a good time. Like, just having a good time. And like kids in the park, they played like kids in the park. Uh, Amy fakes going into labor to to. She does that multiple times throughout this episode. Yes, uh, it's a it's sort of a recurring theme, and it's just to sort of make them. It's a good. I like the fact that they play up to it, and yeah, she does this. She's to, just trying to keep them in line to scare the doctor. And she's like, because he calls this reality boring. And then she's yeah. like, see, that scared the hell out of you. This is anything but boring. Back in the TARDIS, Rory admits he wants the other life. Amy asks why on earth they'd give up adventuring with the Doctor. The Doctor creates a makeshift generator to power a monitor showing outside. The TARDIS is floating towards a cold star. Rory begins to argue with the Doctor. He's, he's standing up. He's... Yeah. He's fighting back, defying the doctor, because he wants he he he's seen this other life and it's everything that he he wants. Because he's not, although he's on the TARDIS and he's gone along with these adventures, he's not part of it. He feels sort of still on the outside. 
Yeah. He's uh, he's 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 getting quite annoyed that the fact that the, the the attitude the doctor has, which is, I'm the doctor, I can fix it, and he's yeah. like, oh, so you're the only person that is able to to save the fix day, anything and save the day. Yeah. Um, in Ledworth, all the kids have disappeared, turned to sand. The old people gather. The doctor says he knows who the Dream Lord really is. Um, I wish every time Toby Jones appeared. He because the first time he appears, he's dressed as Matt Smith. I wish every other time he appeared, he was dressed as a different doctor. Oh, that would have been quite an interesting way to do it. So at first yeah. you think, oh, he's like teasing the doctor, but then with the final, the the reveal at the end, um, yeah, you're like, oh, right, I see. That's that's what was happening. Like shades of his past, sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, the old people approach them and reveal eye stalks out of their mouths. Yeah, all of them just have this little thing in their mouth. They're echnadines. That's the word. Amy and Rory hide inside their cottage. The doctor, it's... They manage to run to their cottage. Yeah, despite later on needing a car. Needing a minivan at high speeds. And, and Amy's yeah. very pregnant, so that's... Mm-hmm. Did she roll? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the doctor stumbles into a butcher's, struggling to stay awake amidst the bird song. He traps himself into a freezer, and in the TARDIS, everyone puts on ponchos. Yeah, very cool. Poncho stylish. boys. Yeah. Uh, the Dream Lord puts only Rory and the Doctor to sleep this time, or does he wake them up? <gasps> I again like the sort of twist of. Toby Jones really trying to psychologically get in their or get in their heads and be like, "Am I? Are they waking up? Or are they going to sleep? Yeah, what's going on here?" In Ledworth, Rory drags Amy's unconscious pregnant body upstairs into their baby into their baby to bees room. Uh, the doctor escapes the butchers and drives to the ponds in a minivan, picking up other survivors on the way. It's very zombie apocalypse, right? Yeah, it's like very. It's yeah, it's very apocalyptic in zombie movie. Uh, Especially with the way the old people move. Yeah. In the TARDIS, everything is freezing. The Dream Lord teases Amy, knowing her internal debate between the Doctor and Rory. <sighs> yeah, there's a little back and forth between them. I think it's... Amy's kind of the standout in this episode. Especially with... Obviously, it's it's about her choice, but I think she, she gives the... I, I guess it's focused on her and it's um, fun to watch her stand off with the Dream Lord. Mm. In Ledworth, the Doctor arrives at the pod's cottage. Rory cuts off his ponytail. The Doctor climbs in through the window. But Rory is sprayed by an Echnadine and turns to sand. So that's Rory death count at one. Uh, the Doctor and Amy decide this is the dream, get in the minivan and drive into the house. Yeah, it's I like Amy's sort of like if he's not here, I don't want this life sort of thing. Like definitely showing that even though the doctor has shown her things in this, that you know that she never thought possible, it's still Rory that she actually loves, and the thing with the doctor was just yeah, it was just the thing. Mm. Um, I I the guy in the park, the postman that gets attacked and turned to dust, turns very quickly to dust. Yeah. Rory takes a while. He's he's full on Peter Parker. You know, I don't feel so great, Mister Stark. Uh, you know, you know he he's, he takes his time. 
protect yeah. her. <gasps> yeah. I've got to go now. Yeah. So, but also at the same time, surely he then wakes up. Well, it seems to be it, they have to all die Choose. for them to wake okay. up. Um, in the TARDIS, they all wake up. A, li- a thick layer of frost covering everything. They chose this world. They were correct. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, the Dream Lord admits defeat and concedes. The Doctor doesn't believe him and begins to blow up the TARDIS. First rule. Sorry, I'm yawning a lot. First rule, the Doctor lies. The Doctor lies. Yes. Right. Uh, also, bit of a foreshadowing of future episodes. Blowing up the TARDIS. Yeah, blowing up the TARDIS. Yeah, we've got that. Um, in the TARDIS, the real TARDIS, which has... Does it have a different design? No. No, it's the same design. They just shoot it from a different angle. It's a very different angle, because it looks sort of like there's... What's the term? Like rafters. There's like a walkway. Yeah, there's there like is. stairs and a walkway. It looked... So stairs up. I was, walkway goes along and round. I found it quite jarring. I was like, is this a different TARDIS design all of a sudden? No, they just shoot it. It seems like throughout the episode they're shooting it quite... Quite close, right? Yeah, like very in small. The, the, yeah, very small. Um, whereas, and sh- they shoot it from. So the walkway, if you come through the doors, the walkway and the stairs is up to the left of the time, the central dial. Yeah. They mostly have shot it from behind the dial, so the stairs are on the right but obscured throughout this episode. Ah. So that it's kind of. You can see the door. And I think it's mostly because the screen shows the star on it, so they right. need a way to show how close you're getting to the star. Um, but yeah, same design, just shot from a different angle. So Amy and Rory find the Doctor at the controls, holding a speck of psychic pollen from the candle meadows of Karas, Karas Don Slava. Yeah. It fell in the time rotor, heated up, and induced them all into a dream state. Which I think is a, a cool way to do it, but very bottle. Very bottle. They could have done it a bit better. Um, I I was left thinking, the f- that's that's I mean, it. That's it. Yeah, I would li- I would have preferred if it was a re- something else. Yeah. But like, just as a sort of like, oh yeah, this is this is this thing that happened. It's uh, clearly they've gone. We need to fill an episode. Yeah. What could we do? This was their zero budget episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a a mind parasite, and it used his own belief against him. Yeah, used the darkest side of the Doctor, and manifested it in a personality. Yeah. So obviously, he would you say he sees Amy as a friend or as a daughter? Uh, a friend. Alright. Why? Well, I just feel like their relationship gets very father and daughtery. I see, I feel like they're very brother sistery. Because he's quite protective over her and 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 she has no parents. 
Yeah, I guess there's that, and he did meet her when she was young. Rory almost feels like he is fighting with her for fighting with the doctor for as like to get his. That's a good way to get his blessing almost to have Amy. See, I I can totally see that. For me, I would say they're it's like brother and sister or like best friend, where it's like no one's good enough for her because mm-hmm. it's a friend but it's the similar dynamic you're absolutely spot on yeah um which if it's he sees himself as her father figure makes it very ironic that she later becomes his mother-in-law because he is 907 yeah true uh yeah i did not like the dust i did not like this explanation i did not we did that we could have could we have maybe seen where they picked up this yeah spec yes yeah, so it does come out of nowhere doesn't it it's it's very much yeah, you could you could do that at the end of again. any episode. Doesn't get used again. It's basically the whole Dallas. It was all a dream. And Bobby sh- showering and then being like, oh, it was all a dream. It was all a dream. Which I guess this episode, yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, um, we do see in the glass though. Toby Jones. We do it is reflection, yeah. It's reflection. Uh, Amy tells Rory he died in the Ledworth dream and that she didn't know it was the one. She didn't know it was the dream before making the decision to die. Yeah. Why is she so awkward about it? Because she's Scottish and Scottish people don't like admitting feelings. I mean, that's true, but also at the same time, like... And also, she's... Uh, previous previous examples of of her being not very open with Rory, even though they're getting married. Yeah, it's just her her going. Oh, you died in the dream, and you know that's it's a big thing. But the, just the way she says it, it's sort of just like it's her. It's her finally admitting that she picks Rory. She picked Rory, yeah, over the doctor. Yeah. Um, where to now? It's Amy's choice. Hey. Was this yeah, was this episode a reference to Sophie's choice? Old credits. Old credits. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's the episode, right? No cracks in this episode. Where do where do you no think cracks. the cracks were? No, I, I was more meaning like when I was when I said that last episode that there's a big reference. Oh yes, sorry. Yeah. I yeah. was thinking. I think of the one ahead, but yeah, no cracks in this episode. Um. Which is which is strange. It's very strange. Um, but we'll jump into the Hoovia just now. Um, Karen Gillan obviously had to wear a latex prosthetic stomach bump to make it look like she was pregnant. And she claimed that it made her feel more mature and made her acting more ridiculous, which cited as her favourite part of filming the entire series after she'd finished filming Doctor Who. This was her favourite episode to film, supposedly. Right. Um I can see it might have been a fun one to do. Like, you're getting to play a character that you've just started playing as, but five years in the future. Um, in the dreams, the Doctor wears both variations of his outfit. So in one in Upper Ledworth, he's wearing the teal version, and in the TARDIS, he's wearing his maroon. Just little differences, just to show that they're in different... He's in different outfits. Mm-hmm. Um, as you can tell, there's not much hoovia for this episode. Um, this is the first story of season five not to have any cracks, the silence, or direct foreshadowing to the finale, which you uh, correctly pointed out. Uh, despite a persistent fan theory that the Dream Lord is actually the master, Simon Nye has since officially confirmed this rumor is false. Lots of people still wanted him to be the master. Um, 
As you mentioned, Arthur Darvel had a terrible wig for the age, Rory. Uh, it was a normal wig, which they trimmed to look more masculine and then pulled back into a ponytail. It was just, it was terrible. Mm. It was looked really bad. You'll never guess what 1990 film they used as inspiration for this story. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. It wasn't Invasion of the Body Snatchers. 1990. 1990. I want to double check that, but I think it was in 1990 that it came out. Um, uh, so there was a, a 1990 version and a 2012 version. Oh, so Dawn of the Dead. No. No, 2012. So 1990 and then 2012. They used a film. A film similar to this. Film. I, I'm saying you'll never guess. In what? So it's in, not... In the sense of dreams? Based on a 1966 short story. By Philip K. Dick. Oh, Blade Runner. It wasn't Blade Runner. It was his other one. His other one? <coughs> yep. Oh my god. Um... 1990 science fiction action film. Um, I can give you some. It was directed by Paul Verhoeven. Um, I'm trying to think of Philip K. Dick. It was based. Minority Report. It was, it was based on We Can Remember It for You. Oh, uh, uh, Total Recall. It was inspired by Total Recall. Wow, what a strange. Heavily uh, in terms of how they wanted dreams to to be portrayed um and finally the working title for this episode what was it jordy dream lord yes okay <laughs> that's that's all we have for you Huvia. it's a quite a short one i really tried to find stuff like it was a bit slim pickings yeah thank you for joining us well for instance that brings us on to a little segment called the satan pit it's the hall of flame it's where we send certain concepts down to the depths of hell to be shunned by society for Ever. What do you have yeah. me for? So, mine is specific about this episode, and rather uh, an actor in this episode. Um, it's Toby Jones not being utilised. We've already had actors not being utilised appropriately. Specifically, Toby Jones not being a recurring enemy of the Doctor. Right. Uh, the Dream Lord only appears in this episode. Now, we know that it's a, a, a dark manifestation of the Doctor's personality but i think there is a lot of room for that to have been a recurring theme and a recurring character um imagine like even outside of a dream scenario with the dust a physical manifestation of of the dark side of the doctor Mm. the veil yard the veil yard but he could have been a recurring enemy and it would have been a perfect use of him Toby Jones, as we said, fantastic actor, heavily underutilized in this episode, and he, he knocks it out of the park. He's the best thing in the episode. Yeah. Um. So I would have liked to have seen him come back, even like across. I think he would have bounced off Capaldi really well. Mm. Um. Having seen him and Capaldi together would have been great. But yeah, just that's that's my sense. But Toby Jones being underutilized and not a recurring enemy of the Doctor. Right. Mine is the ending. Of this episode. Fair. Uh, yeah. It was all a dream. You could do that in yeah. any episode. Specifically the, the pollen or just the whole fact that both scenarios were a dream? 
the pollen. Okay. So you'd want something more sinister? I'd, 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 I'd like there to be... I feel like they couldn't explain who the Dream Lord was and they yeah. didn't know how to explain this person that they had created. Um, and And they just went with... Oh yeah, we were all drugged. Yeah, had a massive trip. Yeah, it was a, a mind parasite. Eaten out of jealousy in a mess. Yeah, but Fraser, what did you think of Amy's choice? I really enjoyed this one. Um, I think it is one of the stronger ones we've had this season so far. I think it does some really sort of it's a fun bottle episode when bottle episodes are normally I find bottle episodes somewhat boring um, they can they can often just be a case of oh what can we do whereas this I think played with the idea of, of Amy having to choose and, and literally going here's Rory as a whole physical manifest like, this is this is Rory as a choice you get your your life or you can choose the doctor and be on on the TARDIS um that was good um i think the the writing was fairly good until the ending i do agree as much as i was all right with the the ending it, it is the weakest part of it uh, i thought the dream lord was was a highlight i think it's a like a like a 6.57 for me probably i will say a 7 um it's one that i i did enjoy overall it just it needed a bit longer i think right to sort of because it is very fast paced and very you're thrown into it and they've not had like it's quite a quick isolated issue that they've got to deal with in upper ledworth mm. like it's it's just right cool the old people are aliens they're attacking the house they're dead or you dead you die if they'd had maybe 15 minutes longer, I think it could have rounded out the episode a lot better. It could have fleshed out each each scenario and the threat in each scenario a bit better and probably would have come up with a better ending than just, it was pollen. It was pollen. So that's... Paul yeah, I, I think I'm going to set on a, on a six point... F- uh, I'm going to set on a seven. Yeah, seven. Seven. I'm yeah, going to so. give it a five. Mm-hmm. I yeah I just feel like I liked it it was again fun um I liked I like that Rory's a regular now because mm-hmm. he he's just the the comedic part and he makes it a very fun um and and his timing is great um but yeah I just think it was a very it's a very skippable episode um yeah and it doesn't do much except sort of i guess solidify amy's amy's love for rory but I th- throughout in, in throughout the 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 rest of the show that's still almost called into question anyway yeah and and i feel like they 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 definitely sort of did this to make what happens in the next few episodes more impactful. Yes. But, yeah, I feel like we could have had... We, we technically, sh- we should have had more with Rory before we get to the, the next few episodes. Yeah, also a nice mirror to when Rory has to make the choice between the two Amys in the next season and the girl who waited. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I think I think there there is more they could have done with it. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm. I, I don't know if the mic is picking up my stomach. I'm so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish there was a Greg's in Beaconsfield oh. so much. Mm. Supposedly, we're gonna get there. There were plans to get a Weatherspoons. Oh. But that's not the Shame same as a Greg's. Uh, one forty-five for sausage rolls, Fraser. Still, thankfully, like one twenty here. What the genuine. F- Oh, right, let's round this but anyway, out. What did you think of Amy's choice, dear listener? You can tell us on Twitter at Real George Steel or at The Fraser Porter. Or at Doctor Who Pod. You can also follow us on Instagram. We are on all podcast services, uh, allegedly, uh, where you can write, rate, like, follow, subscribe, share, all those things that they use indifferently. Uh if you have a Satan's pit Satan pit submission you can tell us again at Doctor Who Pod on Twitter using the hashtag Satan Pit. Yeah. Do it. Anything to plug? Um Worst Shows Ever is out this weekend, I think. Go and check it out. It's uh I'm not gonna say this name of the show that we're doing, but it's a it's a terrible show. Uh so check that out on cultaholic.com uh, and youtube.com for Is it anything post two thousand and nine? Yes. Is it anything within 2009 to 2011? Yes. Oh, that's my, that's my wheelhouse. Yeah. Any? Do you want to guess further? Is it WrestleMania? No. Oh, I thought because WrestleMania is coming up. Uh, no, we, we'll have another one for that at some point. Could it be Breaking Point? It's not. No. Do you want is to it narrow it Is it 2011? Yes. All right. What was really bad in 2011, though? Well, I was seeing it through lots of rose-tinted glasses of... Yeah. What could have been really bad, though? What was really, really bad, specifically the main event? Specifically the main event? Yeah. Was bragging rights in 2009? It was in 2009, yeah. Is it bragging rights? No, because it's... Is it Hell in the Cell? It's a 2011 show that... This is. It's not WWE. Oh, so it's something else in two thousand nine. No, some it's two thousand eleven. Oh right, I said two thousand nine. Yeah, but you went. Is it two thousand eleven? I went. Yes, two thousand eleven. Something else in two thousand eleven. Yeah. Is it TNA? It is TNA. Is it? Oh, I don't even know what it's called. Uh, was it lockdown? Nope. Was it the one with Team Hogan versus Team... Nope. Oh. Something worse. Is it the one with Jeff Hardy versus Sting? Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't it's know TNA, which one. TNA Victory Road. Victory Road, 2011. Wow. So go and check that out. That's on the channel this weekend. Go and give it. Show it some love. Yes, yeah. but until next time, where we've got... We're journeying... We're drilling a hole down to the centre of the earth. We've got Silurians we're going. It's hung- the Hungry Earth. Hungry Earth, that's the one. Speaking of Hungry Earth, this is a hungry journey. I'm, I'm getting cramp in my stomach. So it's... <laughs> I hope you have a lovely week? weekend. Last episode's on Friday. This is on Monday. So oh, I hope okay. you have a lovely week. And as always, 
Please remember, stay, stay hooked. hooked.